Hello, welcome along to a podcast. Thank you for downloading it, first of all. Let's get the manners out of the way. It's a new week and more of these podcasty things could well happen. So let's start with this one, with a collection of radioings from earlier today. Enjoy! We've been chatting, what have we chatted about so far? The fact that no one's told me where we're filming the new version of the MASH report. So that's worrying. Mentioned that there's some uh, alien stuff in the news as well. Although phones are going 01708 741075. Steve from Upney, hello. Good afternoon. How you doing, mate? Right? I'm doing all right, yeah. How's it going there? Well, you mentioned aliens, right? Yeah. Remember the old advert, the uh, mash gets smashed, and they're the aliens over the top. Yes, I remember those. Yeah. Yeah, we come into the thing. I mean, you've got aliens, you must be watching that. Um, yeah, mashed potato advert going back years ago. The mash, the mashed potato report. That was yeah, that was the original idea. No, no, no. There used to be a, a, a company that used to advertise mashed potatoes. Right. right. And did they do a report? Do they do a report on these potatoes? Yeah. No. No. Mm. The mash. Uh, you know the. Well, he's got go get smash him. You got me in. There used to be a TV advert. Yeah. Go and get mash. Get. Smashed, I, yeah, right? I go and get smashed. Yeah, uh, yeah, and at the top of the uh, adverse, who aliens? So, I understand what you're saying. Do you not? Do you worry about aliens being able to broadcast? Because you remember a while ago we talked about how aliens are apparently sending radio signals from deep space, and I always worry that if they're on 107.5 megahertz, it would break into the signal. Do you ever worry about that? Yes, I do actually, because I actually got enough. Earthlings, we have been monitoring your radio broadcasts to learn about your species. I was hearing that soon the final Brits will be brought home from a horrible situation abroad that has recently been in the news making so many sick to their stomachs. But that's enough about Love Island. <laughs> Yeah, and also, I know when the thunderstorm's coming because you're. Like, oh. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe don't yeah. stand on your roof. Yeah, but I don't yeah. think I don't think we need to worry too much about radio signals broadcasting on this one. But you know, just keep an ear out for it. Yeah. There's a thing in the newspapers. It's, this is below the story I'm about to talk about. But in some tabloids, they just give like fact of the day. And it says that a rat can last longer than a camel without having a drink of water. Impressive, but they don't last as long when you've put all of your luggage on them. So they look worse for wear afterwards. In compare a rat versus a camel, put a suitcase on it, see what happens. Maybe don't actually try that. But the thing I wanted to talk about is right above that in the paper today. Smartphone screens could be uh, set to be harder to scratch thanks to a new scientific discovery. Glassy plastic polymers that uh, make up the phone screens have been found to have a rubbery layer of flexible fibres that can be tweaked to make them more resistant to nicks, dents and scrapes. Good, because i got a scratch right across my screen. Right where you need it. And it always looks like there's a little hair on it. I try and blow it away and I realise it's a scratch and it depresses me. However, that's because I dropped it, and it's cracked on the back as well. Have I talked about this? The, the thing that I don't understand, why did they go through this phase with mobile phones of putting glass on the front? And that often gets cracked, and you see people basically using a cracked screen. You think, how are you not sloughing off your own fingerprints? But for some reason, the technology experts thought, oh no, let's put the glass on the back as well, so there's twice as much that can crack. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Steve Jobs. Oh, thank you. What's ever happened to your phone? I know someone who 
Um, she had her phone in her pocket. She went to use the bathroom, as ladies do. Heard a big plop. And probably thought, success. But then realised um, it was a phone fell in the... Boop, boop. So that's a that's a bad one, isn't it? You don't want that. What what fates have befallen your mobile phone? Because I think they they go through a lot, don't they? They have a rough old time of it. Papers today. Former Strictly star Flavia something something admits that she was clueless when her and her husband uh, took on a small holding. Hmm. And to be fair, I can understand. The 41-year-old pro dancer said we didn't have a clue what we were doing. Yeah, I mean, you look at the pictures and you think, I imagine they had a conversation where he said he wanted a small holding and she said something about, you know, what do you expect? I'm a dancer. There's a piece of research that says that phones will be harder to break in the future. So I just thought we'd look at the things you've done to your phones. Karen in Harold Hill says, my phone has gone for many a Burton. What's that? I never, I never know if you're doing some sort of advanced Cockney rhyming slang or it's autocorrect. It's very difficult to know. Uh, once being a kitten litter tray, was it? Oh, but not a scratch or a mark on it. Well, maybe, you, maybe you, your kittens really chew. It's difficult to know, isn't it? Um, Jay gets in touch and says, Years ago, I had a Motorola brick phone. My dog loved to chew it, but it never stopped working. These days, you breathe on your phone and you need a new screen. That's a very good point. Well made. Uh, and then Ted gets in touch. Ted and Elm Park says on the phone, have already spent time trying to open the bottom. Not snapped, but close. You mean the bottom of the phone, I imagine. I hope so. <laughs> were, you <laughs> were you going into prison? Anyway, trying to open the bottom of the phone, but it's not snapped, but close. Got my sister to go on the internet. That pin thing, you don't use it to try and get to the bottom, get the bottom off. Uh, it went in a hole. No. Oh. At what age did you work that out? That's You live and learn, don't you? Birds and the bees. In the news today, bees could be struck down by climate change. Apparently it's going to get too warm for bees. Well, we should take that stripy jump off then, shouldn't we? Well, actually, if you're going to help yourself, I don't know why we should start. On the way for us, we're joined by my friend who knows what he's talking about. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, what have you got for us this time? Beyonce is starring in a new advert. What for? Is she starring in an advert for gardening furnishings? Beyonce gnomes? No. Or is she starring in that American store, uh, Bed Bath and Beyonce? No, it's Or is not. it children's entertainment for parties, Beyonce castles? Should I just tell you what it is? Yes, it's probably easier if you just do that. She and her hubby, Jay-Z, are in new jewellery adverts for Tiffany & Co. He's got 99 problems, but his riches ain't one. What? Never mind. In the ad, Beyonce is wearing the Tiffany diamond. It's one of the world's largest yellow diamonds. Here's what I don't get about wearing really expensive diamonds. You can't really see, unless you're up close with one of those like magnifying eyepieces they use. Uh, and if I were that close to Beyonce with a magnifying glass, I wouldn't zoom in on a ring, if you know what I mean. What's the most expensive thing you would wear, Stevie? Probably the magnifying eyepiece so I could have a look at Beyonce. Nice. Yes, listen, thank you for the update. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. In the papers today, Uber is offering students £10 credit for taxis or their food delivery service if they get vaccinated. Now, I like a bit of vaccine. You know, um, before I did the radio lark, I was a scientist I was a chemist. So I wouldn't know how to make a vaccine, but at least I understand science. I understand the the pursuit of knowledge through the interrogative process of science. What I don't understand is how they think anyone is sitting around going, 
I don't want that vaccine. I'll tell you, it's all Bill Gates, microchips, 5G. I don't trust them. The Earth's flat, and I... What's that? £10 off. All right, I'll have a bit of that. It's, who's it going to convince? Ten. But the thing you get free with a vaccine is antibodies. Make do with that, honestly. What's going wrong with the world? Uh, but anyway, uh, this is one of the things in the papers today. And the other thing we should mention is the fact that, you know, we've talked recently about how a mixture of the pandemic. And also, some people say Brexit means there aren't enough delivery drivers, and it means that places like KFC and Nando's have run out of chicken. Them not selling chicken is like certain websites with the word only in their name not allowing the photos they're going to allow. So good luck with that business model. But apparently, prisoners are going to be the ones to help deliver food. That's their plan to get around the uh, delivery shortage. How exactly are we going to have this delivered? Because... I know how they famously smuggle things, and that is, that's not how I want my chicken delivered. Calls to the speaking clock made by politicians and their staff since 2015 have cost the taxpayer, oh, that's you and me, at least £1,146.66. What? Buy a watch? What? I Oh! Here's the deal. I think, and I'm serious about this, we might need to get the team. You know the team that works on Drive? We need to get the team to put together one of those Freedom of Information Act requests to see if we're allowed to get recordings of those calls. Because I want to hear what the politicians are saying when they're calling the speaking clock. Because I would put good money on the fact that half of those phone calls have whichever politician has just called it, then going, Hi, yeah, oh, the Prime Minister, you want me to come through? Oh, yeah, oh, sorry, I've got to go. I bet it's all a facade. Right, on the way for us. I had to think of the word facade before I said a swear word. And that's your podcast. Thank you for downloading it and listening to it and whatever bizarreness you made of it. There was some, strangely, that Steve from Upney call might have been one of my favourite things we ever did on the radio for various reasons. But uh, the more important thing, looking forwards, going, going forwards, as people say in business meetings, get yourself subscribed, say hi on social media at Mr. Stephen Allen and get ready for the next one. Till then, bye.